Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner, the podcast where we delve into the latest news through a conservative lens. In each episode, Little Joe sifts through the top headlines and news articles, offering insightful commentary and analysis from a right-leaning perspective. Whether it's politics, culture, or current events, this show explores the issues that matter most to conservative listeners. Get ready ready. to cut through the noise and get to the heart of what's really going on in the world today. Let's get started. Welcome to Little Joe's Conservative Corner. You've talked about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be, what that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas <laughs> for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel, you and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes, motorcycle for Crowley, new fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? It's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh. All right. All right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> A Although, joke. if if me fishing in France could yeah. do something for women's rights, I would take the hit. You know, I would obviously uh, t- take one for the team. I All right, let me, let me, uh, <laughs> as if, as if you need persuasion in that regard. Let me, let me finish with a final question. Um, All right, welcome back on this hump day. Before I get into, uh, <laughs> before I get into E. Jean Carroll, the, uh, let me, let me let me just say, as far as scams go, and I'm just speaking from experience here, I'm always, uh, I love old cars, and I'm always browsing and looking, and, uh, you know, if something came up that I really, really loved, if it was affordable, something I might want to buy. Anyways, I was on Facebook, and uh, I was browsing through, and I saw listed a, if you don't know anything about cars, I'll, I'll, I'm going to explain everything here, but I saw listed a 1963 Chevy Impala Supersport convertible. Okay. The the car was in perfect condition. It was red, uh, red with a, uh, tan top the interior was perfect. Uh, everything's the car was perfect. All original, supposedly 63,000 original miles on it. Uh, they just been serviced, have all the service records to it. And, uh, I mean, you know, really top uh, described as top, top, top of the line. Look at the pictures. Car's beautiful. You know, probably about 10 or 12 different pictures. Car's beautiful. The thing that caught my attention was the price. <laughs> so the price said $14,000. This is where I say, if you know anything about automobiles, anything about classic cars at all, uh, on a good day, something like that, being 63,000 original miles, super sport, convertible, 100% done. I mean, I mean, looks like it's garage kept, flawless. Uh, on a good day, you could steal it from somebody, you're probably around 50 grand. And I mean, I mean, you're having a good, good, good day there. Okay, trust me. Uh, on a normal day... That car is going to run anywhere from between, say, sixty-five thousand to in excess of a hundred grand without a problem. Again, especially being an original 
super sport, not touched, not chopped, not low rided, not uh, the motor didn't get switched out. You're talking all in a, an all original 63,000 original mile car from 1963, super sport, top of the line convertible. You're going to spend some dollars if you want that one. Realistically, whoever picked that up is going to be leaning closer to 100. I would be surprised somebody pick it up for around, around $90,000. That being said, uh, I saw the posting and I thought to myself, well, maybe I'll just send them a quick message. They probably screwed up and they're trying to hit a home run or maybe the state they're in, they can get that kind of money for it. And they draw, they forgot a zero and they were meant to put $140,000, which for, I mean, obviously that's way, way, way too rich for my, for me, <laughs> you know, uh, but I figured I'd do them a solid and send it out there because there may be a car collector that's got serious money that wants to buy something like that. So I send a message and, uh, it goes to a Facebook that it, it looks like, uh, you know, it's a family, family Facebook site or whatever. And okay. Um, the lady sends me back or whoever sends me back, you know, um, I'm selling it for my sister. And, uh, if you need any more information about it, just check this email. Okay. So I emailed and said, Hey, just, just checking with you, um, about the 1963 Chevy Impala and just curious on the price. Is the price correct? Question mark. If so, what is wrong with the car? Question mark. And I waited to see what the response was. So I get a response back that the, uh, uh, basically describing the description of the car with additional pictures. Um, and if you're serious about it and you have the, the money, um, you know, then, then, then we could talk. Okay. So I said, the car's supposedly local to where I'm at. So I sent back and I said, I'd like to come see the car in person. You know, what, what, what is the location? And I'd like to inspect it for myself. And the response, the response that I got back was, well, I don't have the car with me because I just had throat cancer. The cart is, the car is with a, uh, trucking company named JBT. Um, the last, the reason it's with them is they already had the car in their possession. The last person that wanted it didn't pay. So we, it stayed in their possession. If you'd like to inspect a car, all I need is your name, address, and telephone number, and I will ship the car to you and you can inspect the car and payment will be due within five days. Uh, and I started laughing and going, uh, oh, and the shipping costs are on her. <laughs> and I started laughing because I said, there's nobody in the world that is going to pay to ship a vehicle to you. Because at this point, she has no idea where I'm at. She, she don't know that I'm, or he or whoever I'm talking to, wouldn't know that I'm right down the street or I'm on the other side of the country in Washington State. You're going to spend $3,000 to ship it, to have somebody inspect it, to potentially, maybe they'll buy it and it's all on you? Yeah, that. I'm sorry. Yeah, you got to get up just a little bit earlier. I already knew there was something wrong with the price of a car. And I guess the whole point of the story is, you know, that whole saying, if it's uh, too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah, this one, I was just trying to help somebody out, figuring, hey, 
you screwed up and left a zero off there, you might want to put that on there because you're going to get a whole lot of action thinking you're about to make 140 grand. All these people don't want to come buy your car and you ain't going to make that money because they're thinking 14,000 and you're thinking 140. So I was just trying to help out. But then I, my curiosity, as I dig into everything else, I said, uh, let me, let me see what this person's all about. Uh, needless to say, it's, it's absolutely a scam because there's no way I mean, there is no way you're doing everything they say they're going to do and give you the car for $14,000. Not happening. So just beware of anything stupid. Uh, don't, don't fall for things. If you're a younger person and you see something like that and you get all excited, never give anybody your name, address, phone number, no personal information about you for any reason. If they call you, then just say, oh yeah, man, you know what? Who is this? This is my bank. Let me call you back call your bank. Hey, did you guys call me? No, no, sir. No, ma'am. We didn't call you. Okay. Just checking. All right. Yeah. Just, just beware because they run all kinds of scams. And I thought this one was funny. It's just, uh, uh, something to let people know, you know, you just got to be careful these days and times because they're going to try to hook you in any way possible. Again, the first thing I thought when, with that was $14,000, there's something wrong here. Yeah. I'm thinking if it's local and I can see it in person, and I, you know, Florida here, we have a, the, I'm sure most states do. You can run the VIN number right there on the spot and it's going to tell you if it's stolen. It's going to tell you everything you need to know about the car. But I can see it in person and run the VIN and I'm staring at you face to face. I see your name on the title. It shows that on the VIN that you are the owner of the car and I'm sitting right in front of you and you still say 14000 Believe me, it's sold. Because I'm going to turn around and put it back online for 70000 and I'll make all my money back plus. I wouldn't even keep the car at that point. What's the point? I might rather make the money and I can go buy something else. But uh, yeah, funny situation. It just These people try so hard just to get you. And, you know, you don't think nothing of it, giving them your name, telephone number, and address. But that's all they need nowadays to get a lot of per- uh, enough information from you to open an account or a credit card account somewhere or something just to go spend some money. You know, that, that's all they really need and can get by with. God forbid you own a house and they try to put a, uh, change the title on your house and put it in their name because it had just enough information from you. You just got to be careful with these people. So that was just a little story that happened to me yesterday. I figured I'd start with that. Now, getting into what's more important. <laughs> e. Jean Carroll. Okay. I got a real problem with the way this lady acts. Number one. I know it's not just me that thinks that she sounds just like Nancy Pelosi. She she even slurs her words the same way when she talks. I, I don't know if it's her dentures falling out. I don't know if she's got she got a little buzzed early in the morning and, and she's not thinking real straight. I don't know what it is, but she's got that same kind of talk that Pelosi has. Um, she kind of acts like Pelosi does. She's very animated when she talks with her hands. But I got to say, one thing that strikes me about this whole... Um, this interview is number one, Rachel, the man Maddow, uh, didn't, um, even know what to do with the way she responded to that question, because here's somebody who claims they're going to do so much for women because of what was done to her. If she wins, won this settlement, well, she's about to get paid over $80 million, which is unfortunate for Donald Trump, because I think this lady personally, I'm not with the whole me too, uh, you have to believe everybody bullcrap. No, I want to see the evidence because there are a lot of shady women that hurt just like one, one ruins it for everybody. 
do stuff like this for financial gain, period. Then nothing has ever happened to them. Then there's the ones that things really do happen to, uh, and it's a shame because the other side, the, the other ones ruin it for them. So uh, I don't I don't think anything happened to this idiot. Uh, and Donald Trump's paying for no no good reason. Or he's paying because of where the court was, the, the trial was. But a real sexual assault victim does not behave the way this lady's behaving. Rachel Maddow doesn't know what to say to her. The way she acts, oh, we're going to go shopping, and we're going to, what do you want, Rachel? You want a house? You want to go fishing? And uh, <coughs> sexual assault victim does not behave that way. I'm not going to say that I've run into millions of them in my life, okay? But uh, I think everybody knows somebody that has had a problem, and when they are happy or not, you know, the most I would expect is I'm happy is her to say something similar to, I'm going to work with some organizations and we're going to see about doing it. I'm not really 100% sure yet. We don't have the game plan, game plan laid out yet, but we are going to push forward and we're going to do something. Uh, that would be a more acceptable answer. And you would also think that if the, you are a true sexual assault victim, you'd be like, I'm just happy that I won this, that the money's coming. Uh, and that there is some kind of justice here because what was done to me was so horrible, has scarred me for my entire life that, you know, there need justice needed to be served. Instead, she's all giddy, throwing her hands around. We're going to go shopping. We're going to have so much fun. Uh, this lady's crazy and she's full of crap. Donald Trump is paying the price just because of where this was held, because this was held anywhere else in the United States. Uh, I, I don't think you have the same result. I don't believe that she is on top at the end of this. Just uh, just wanted to talk about that because it's just, it's disgraceful. We've gotten to a point where it's disgraceful. Yeah, you, you can't trust anybody or anything. Used to be that if somebody said something like that, it's because it really happened and it was serious. There's so many people now that are looking to just financially enhance their lives in any way possible. Don't care who they hurt in the process. That it, it, you're at a point where you can't just take what they say at face value. You, ha you have to prove it. I'm sorry, you have to prove it. Uh, which is the way we're designed anyways, innocent until proven guilty. But, you know, I, back then there was a, people were better. You know, people, I'm not going to lie about something like that because it's so serious. I'm not going to lie about something like that. But nowadays, you know, we've, we've kind of lost that in society, unfortunately. On some more positive news, <laughs> specifically for President Trump, um, Charles Littlejohn, he did plead that, that ended up pleading guilty to leaking thousands of tax records, not just for Donald Trump, but for other billionaires like Bezos and Elon Musk to a bunch of different media outlets. He's actually going to do five years in prison. <laughs> well, I don't know if he'll do the whole time. He may get out on good behavior or parole might be quicker, but he got at least sentenced to five years in prison. And, and I, I don't even know what to say about that. We don't see any justice nowadays. So you got to call it out when you finally see some justice being done. It's a good thing to mention it to everybody because, you know, I, I would say just like me, so many of you have lost faith in our justice system. It just seems that it is broken. So it is a good thing to see that he is actually going to do or set up to do at least five years. I don't think he should be the only one that should be penalized for this. I think the New York Times, uh, I think ProPublica, I think a lot of the other uh, media outlets that he leaked stuff to, you know, they played a part in this. You know, they got this information from him. They know they shouldn't have it. They know it's illegal to have it, but yet they published it anyways. 
So I think that there's there should be some type of penalty that they should pay as well, whether it's some type of restitution to Donald Trump and the others, or whether that you know they have to do something, whatever it is, they need they should they should have to pay their part too because they're in my opinion equally as guilty as he is. Yes, he got the information. Yes, he was on the inside. Yes, he leaked it to them. But believe me, they weren't turning it down. They were, you know, salivating, ready to run this story. And there, you got to hold media companies accountable for some things. I mean, you know it's wrong to put somebody's federal tax returns out there. You shouldn't. Nobody has the right to know your financial uh, business unless you want to tell them yourself. If Donald Trump wants to come out and offer it up uh, himself, then that's fine. Then, okay, well, you chose to do that, so it is what it is. But nobody should know that. So I think that they should should have paid some type of penalty for it. I mean, I don't obviously see that that's going to happen, but it would be nice to think that that maybe, just possibly, they would, uh, they would um, pay some kind of penalty, so... Joe Biden, I'm gonna go right to it because <laughs> I'm we're I'm rushing around today. Um, Joe Biden, uh, let me just let me just play this because it's better if I just play this. It doesn't make it'll make more sense. The first day of his administration, the president took this issue very seriously. He put forth a comprehensive piece of legislation to deal with what's happening with the immigration. Let me wait. Let me. You, you don't get to decide, but you don't get to decide what I say and what I don't say. Either you, either you hear me out or we can, you know, I'll see you on Wednesday. Totally up to you. Totally up to you. All right. Okay. I was, he means what he says. Not going to go into to details here. Here's, here's the reality. The immigration system is broken. It's been broken for decades, even in the last administration. The president introduced this piece of legislation three years ago. House Republicans got in the way. They refuse to do anything about it. Do you believe that? You believe it's the Republicans' fault? Man, if you do, oh, God. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> Man, you're just dumb. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm sorry for you. You are just dumb. I'm, I'm going to tell you like it is here. Okay, If you buy into that crap, the immigration system under Trump, you realize that we are probably at it just depends. Each month is different. So if we're going to go on average, you're probably getting triple the amount of people coming across the border on a bad month than what Trump had on his worst months. I, I, there's no way else to put it. Trump's worst months <clears throat> were probably around a million in the year. Not, not a month, in a year. I'm sorry. I keep saying months. In a year, you're probably a triple. Um. Uh, his good ones are well under that. You're getting in Trump's Trump's entire four years. We're getting in a year now. Okay, if you remember, and because I, I know that everybody things move fast and people's memories are short, but if you remember, um, when Joe Biden first got in office, the first thing he did was dismantle Trump's border policies. That was the first thing he did. He went in there and changed everything. Now they're going to sit back with a smug face and lie to the American people. And if you actually buy into this crap, if you buy into the bull crap, I'm sorry, but you're just dumb. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's any hope for you. 
How can you look at the border and take it serious? Let me tell you what's happening right now. Biden is not doing well anywhere in polling. I don't think there's anything that he's doing extraordinarily well on in polling. Anything. I don't the economy, uh, likability, geopolitically, the border, nothing. He's doing horrible on everything. But the thing he's doing most horrible on, which you, me, I would think it would be the economy, but it's actually the southern border. I mean, we're over 70% of America, which is going to include independents, Democrats, everything. Over 70% of America thinks he's doing a horrible job. That He realizes how bad he is doing in the polls right now. He realizes that. They are trying to do the best that they can right now to try to... To do damage control. That's, that is the attempt right now. The attempt is to bring people back to the table, to make people believe that they're not doing as bad as people say they are. That is the, that is their wish right now. They feel like they have enough time to try to change the minds of Americans, try to deflect and put the blame somewhere else instead of where it is rightfully deserved. That's what they're doing right now. If you fall for this trick, if, if, if three years of watching people come across the border just recklessly, all of a sudden you you truly believe that it was another administration's fault or it has nothing to do with Joe Biden or Joe Biden couldn't have stopped this period at the end on day one, you are just dumb. <laughs> I apologize. Listen, I'm sorry if you're offended. But I know you're not going to buy into that crap. I know, I know the people that are regular listeners of mine are not going to buy into that crap. I know, like me, you're throwing, the, you're throwing your glass at the, at, the, at the television set when you hear that because you get so annoyed because they are so full of it. You just don't even want to hear it anymore. I get it. But anybody else, anybody that has just stumbled upon this podcast, maybe you're a leftist and you, you listen to people on the right so that way you can uh, you know, attack them, or maybe you're just curious and you just want to hear both sides, if you buy into that crap, you're just, you're just dumb. You know, this is, it, the way it is, is Joe Biden has had the power the entire time that he has been in office to stop this. The, the solution that they're proposing is not a solution. I went over it yesterday, letting, letting more than 1.8 million people in here annually of the ones that are actually being checked at the border, which being checked, I'll use very loosely, uh, and then not even counting for the gotaways. Well, what if we really slowed down? You're still allowing double what Trump let in on his worst year. You're still allowing double annually. We can't, it's not sustainable. You cannot have that many people consistently pouring into the country and it be sustainable for the country. It's not sustainable. The border has to be shut down. The rules have to be followed. Jobs have to be done. Border patrol agents have to do what they're doing. They got to have their, the ties cut off of their hands. They got to be able to work freely and work within the, the, um, parameters of the law. They have to. And the, the other part is shut the border down until you get it under control. We have no idea who's coming into the United States right now at all. And anybody that says any difference, a liar. Joe Biden has the power. Don't buy into the games that the Democrats like to play. Joe Biden and them, they're scared. They see this election slipping away this early. And it, it's not going to get any better for them. They're going to do the best they can to dress it up and make it look as pretty as possible going into this re-election. 
There's so much, they don't know which fire to put out first. But probably the biggest one that they're going to try to to get under control and tame it is going to be the border because they know when you see 70% of Americans are not happy. And then there's a, 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 depending on which poll you look at, you have about another 20% that are, say you strongly disapprove of the border. Then you have another 20% that say they disapprove of the, of the border, which puts you at 90% of America thinks the border is a problem. Oh, you got to get that under control. <laughs> you, you couldn't pray to win the election and actually win it with numbers that bad. Not going to happen. So please, don't fall for it. If you know people that are buying into it, tell them, hey, man, you just, just, just say, listen, let me, let me, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a podcast on my phone here. Hold on. Let me, let me get it. Here, here, here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. You're just dumb. There you go. Just play that for him. That's it. You ain't got to say it to him. Hey, this big fat guy here says it. He says you're dumb. <laughs> I just, it don't make no sense. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. But some people are going to buy into it. Maybe the most leftist people in the country are the ones that are going to buy into it but i'm just uh, we have to spread the word and you got to just tell people not a, it's not about hurting feelings it's not about anything else look you have to see past this this is a political game game that's being played they're trying to to play you four more years of this i i don't know what we look like we're already not the country we were four years ago i know that much uh, the world is just upside down in chaos right now. We had it good, My, minus the the little blip of COVID um, that they fooled that they fooled the world with and used it to win an election. Minus that, prior to COVID, God, we were doing so well. Eh, if we had had those additional two years, you couldn't touch Trump. Trump would have been bulletproof. There's no way. That's why they had to bring COVID in. Let's do another four years to turn back the hand of time here and get back to. That second year when we were really moving forward in a positive way and make America better for all Americans, Democrat, Republican, Independent, apolitical, people that don't pay attention to politics, everybody that lives in this country, let's make it better for everyone because the MAGA movement, no matter how they name it or rephrase it or how whatever they want to call it, at the end of the day, it's making America great again for all all for everybody that lives in this country. I hope we can get that, that message through to some people and certainly don't let anybody, I mean, stand your ground, go to war, say what you got to say. Uh, you got to be stupid. If you actually believe that this guy all of a sudden gives a crap about the border, he hasn't cared about the border in over half a century. He certainly don't care about the border now. Hey, I don't think he cares about anything except his nap his, his sippy cup uh, and and his uh, cartoons. I think it's about the only thing he cares about. <laughs> he certainly don't care about the border. Hey, uh, can I get my sippy cup now? And I want to go watch my Looney Tunes. That, that's about what he cares about. Okay? I don't think he can think any deeper than that. He didn't care 50 years ago. He certainly don't care now. And then pretending that all of a sudden he's, you know, for closed borders and wants to shut everything down and it's all the Republicans' fault. It's all a bunch of crap. Just pay attention. Let's win it. Let's win this one to restore who we are, what we are, and get back on a good path. And just make sure when you talk to people, I'm not saying yell at anybody and get nasty with them, but hey, listen, man, you're stupid if you believe that. It is what it is. You believe all of a sudden this guy magically gives a crap about people coming across the border? 
<laughs> you really, really are watching the wrong stuff. You're really watching the wrong programs. Try to change, change the channel, tune out, and watch or listen to something else. And that wraps up another episode of Little Joe's Conservative Corner. Thank you for tuning in and joining the conversation. Don't forget to subscribe to stay updated on all our latest episodes. And join us next time as we continue to explore the issues that shape our world. Until then, stay informed and stay engaged.